these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hello again, Ryan. Hey, Jordan. How you doing? You know, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm real ready for all of this this to be over with. The unmentionable. The, uh, the stuff keeping us all home right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, besides us not being... Well, I mean, you're home. I'm not home right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, we got a service to provide. That's right. Where it's, well, I'm not going to say we're, we're essential, but... I we mean, can, I, we can do this. I think it's pretty essential. I mean, we're, we're not hurting anybody. That's for sure. We're six feet apart. Yeah. You know. We're being safe. Yeah. yeah. That's all that matters. But yeah, you, I mean, you've been working and stuff like that on top of this too. You've been yeah, because my, yeah, my job is considered essential. So I've been out there doing the thing, keeping people bug free. Yeah. Rat free and all the, the pest free. But it's it's been good. I'm just real grateful for the position I'm in because I've seen a lot of people that that aren't working that are struggling really hard for sure so i just got to deal with inconveniences but yeah. well, i appreciate you making sure that we're varmint free you know do what you can yeah definitely i can't wait to get back to work myself that's for sure um but in the meantime we got another episode mm-hmm. well, have, well we can't just fly past you how how have you been doing <laughs> <laughs> i don't like talking about myself no uh we've been good we i will hopefully be getting back to work next week mm-hmm. um I work for the restaurant industry, and we're going to start going back on a to-go platform, hopefully. You guys waited quite a while for that. Yeah, yeah, a little over a month it's been already. I mean, March 17th, I believe, was my last day of work, so, yeah, it's been it's been a while coming on. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait to get back in at whatever limited capacity it is. I'm just, like, some sense of normalcy. Get out of the house for a little bit every day. Yeah, it'll be nice. Besides that... Unemployment will help with the rest. There we go. <laughs> For now. <laughs> there we go. So we get back to business. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. But yeah, we're, we're chilling. So you've, so you've had all this time to research then is is what I'm going to assume. Oh, yeah. So so this topic is going to be all the facts filled. We got, we got facts on facts on facts. All right. We got... Are you, are you ready? Uh, are you ready for I, it? I, I suppose. I suppose. Okay. What, okay. what is this? my first abduction story man okay technically right my first abduction yeah because i well the I, think, alien sword, at least. I think the only abduction we talked about was betty and barney hill yeah which they reference um that's part of why i looked into this one because they they said something about that and i was like oh okay mm, a little throwback um but yeah we're looking into travis walton's alien abduction which have you read into it all or heard anything about I'm almost positive I've listened to something about it. The name's real familiar, but I can't remember. Um, well, it's around, the, it's around the same time. Okay. Same time frame, so. 50s, if I remember right? Okay. Yes, sir. Well, he was born in 53. This didn't happen until um, 75. Okay. So, it's around then. Yeah. It's around then when, like, a lot of the alien abduction stories and stuff like that started coming out, which is what I learned from this. Um. But yeah, we're going to start with Travis Walton. He was born on February 10th, 1953. Uh, he, he claims he was abducted by a UFO on November 5th of, num- of, November, November 5th of 1975. Okay. Um, he was an American forestry. That's a really bad birthday. What? February 10th? Because yeah, you said February 10th. Oh, November 10th was the other one. Yeah. Okay. Never Wait. mind. November 10th. Because I thought you said he was born November 10th or February. Are you talking... Oh, yeah. No, right before September. Yeah. I thought you said he was born February 10th, 53, and then it happened on February 10th, 1973. Oh, no. November 5th of 75. Okay. That would suck, though, getting abducted on your birthday. Right. Oh, my God. I'm perfect timing. Uh, Don't blow out these candles, Johnny. No. no those are alien candles. Uh, he worked for the um, American Forestry association he was an american forestry worker okay uh, and he was out of the he was working out of the apache sick greaves national forest uh, near snowflake arizona at the time mm. uh him and six co-workers were on a site one night uh, and they were just about to head back home you'd all piling into one truck and and get oh, on the road okay have you the bell just rang so i, I have uh, yeah i've heard of this one it's okay. a good one okay. okay 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was going. Um, <laughs> so him and six coworkers are, are driving home when they come across like a saucer-shaped craft. Okay. Of some uh, like like what we're talking our typical unknown origin. Two dinner plates on top of each other. No, this one uh, this one they describe is about eight feet high and about twenty feet across. Okay, it's, not, it's not very big. Not huge. Yeah. Um, but bigger than you know something you're sitting down on a table. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Walton is the first one to go and check it out. Mm-hmm. He jumps out of the truck to go see what's going on with it. And as he approaches, this like kind of low hum starts out of it, and the closer he gets, the louder it gets. Mm-hmm. And he says it sounds like a turbine starting up. Okay. Which I would assume is maybe close to like a jet or something. I'm I'm not sure what turbine he's specifically referencing. It sounds mechanical, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I can assume like a low like a like a dr- like a low hum. Mm-hmm. Um. He so he starts to try to get away from it. Starts starts backing up towards the truck. Doesn't really want to mess with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a, a bluish green light emits from it, and they, f- all the guys see this. All the guys in the truck see this okay. as it apparently picks picks up Walton and throws him about ten feet. Okay. Um, he lands hard on his right shoulder. They mm-hmm. say, and is just lying there limp. So, like the good friends they are, they take off. Because they are he's dead. He, he must be dead. We'll go. Right? Yeah. No, there's scared. Can't help him now. He's he's done. <laughs> so yeah, they ditch him. Um, and try to go get help. Mm-hmm. How do how many of his buddies were there? So it was him. It was him and six coworkers. Six. Okay. okay. Yeah. All in a truck. So I'm assuming that's about the only way that worked out. I'm not sure what kind somebody of truck was riding in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of people not riding how they're supposed to. Um. So they went to go get help. Uh, in the meantime, he he uh, he wakes up and he realizes he what he he thinks that he's in uh, like a hospital because he's uh-huh. he's on like what looks to be like a gurney. Okay. And it looks uh, I mean he doesn't really describe his his surroundings, but it but he said it looks ho- hospital like mm-hmm. very like, like sterilized, stainless steely. Yeah. Yeah. And he says he's surrounded by three, uh, what he ends up calling grays. Mm-hmm. I think it's after. I think it's, this isn't Like the looking first, back on it, he's like, oh, okay. This isn't the first alien story to come out. And I think that grays had already been put out there. Okay. So I think that that was a term that was kind of already coined by mm-hmm. people referring to this. Yeah. Um, so he says he's surrounded by three grays in these orange jumpsuits with, uh, with about quarter size, bright brown eyes. Just these penetrating hmm. bulbous eyes i was just looking at your eyes i was like yeah maybe about a quarter <laughs> uh, yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, but that's on that's on someone my size i'm like he says that these these uh-huh. things are really short uh-huh. so I'm not, I'm not sure how high off the ground he is but right. these things are really short and they're just glaring at him kind of just waiting to see what he's gonna do and they're orange jumpsuits yeah I don't know Which if like, they're like pretty, smocks or... Yeah. I I, don't, I, make, yeah. I imagine mechanics jumpsuits for some reasons. Yeah, right? The whole pantsuit kind of thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is funny because you always hear about like metallic looking clothing or skin tight. And they're just, you know, dressed up like a couple of Joes changing oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but these, I would assume they look a little bit... I don't know if it's... If they're in like a medical profession or something like that. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but... So he... Starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. Gets up off the bed. Starts trying to fight them off, even though they're not really attacking him. He's just like trying to get them away from him. Yeah. When another human walks in and uh, and starts to guide him out of the room, this guy's got like a he says a glassy helmet on. Okay. Um. But he looks like a guy. But he looks like a guy. He says okay. he says he looks like a human. So he he trusts this guy and he like actually starts asking mm-hmm. him questions about what's going on. Bob, what the hell is happening? Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> But the guy's not responding. He just he mm-hmm. just he just smiles at him, okay, and doesn't say anything, and just takes his arm lightly and starts leading him out of the room, uh, towards this this bigger kind of opening. He said he said it looks more like a um, what is it? Uh, air like an air hangar, like a okay, like a place that they would keep aircraft. And we're still in. Well, I guess we don't really know. We don't really know where we are. Okay, because he's just woken up. Yeah, but he's been led out of a medical-looking room to like an air, air hangar kind of thing, mm-hmm. where he sees more of the of the saucer, like vehicle-looking things. Okay. Um, 
and then he gets led through that room into another room where there's three more human looking people. I mean, they look like people, mm-hmm. he says. Uh, they're not wearing the helmets, so he starts trying oh, okay. to ask them what's going on. Yeah. But they all just smile at him. And they just he, they just sit him down at this table in this room, surrounded by these people that are just smiling and not answering his questions. I'm sure he's freaking out. And then one goes to put uh, what he thought was like an oxygen mask on him. Mm-hmm. So they, they get that over him, and then he passes out. As far as he... Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. Or not, not chlorophyll. That's in plants. Chlor, chlor, chloroform. Chloroform. That's the one. That's the one. With you. <laughs> no photosynthesis. You got me on that. Yeah. So, he, like, he th- I saw a couple different um, websites. One called it, like, just a clear mask, and then one referred to it more specifically, uh, and it sounded more like something that he said, like it came straight from him, mm-hmm. that it was like an oxygen mask sort yeah. of deal. Um, so he passes out from that, and he wakes up on the freeway. So he wakes up outside of a gas station in Heber, Arizona, or Heber. I don't know how you say it. Don't hate me. Um, so he wakes, wakes up in a different town, city, because mm-hmm. uh, he was in Snowflake. He's in Heber. And one of the discs, one of the vehicles is, like, hovering on the freeway right next to him. And then after a couple minutes, it just takes off. So he's just left there on the side of the road just walking does it you probably don't know this but i don't know i picture it just staying pretty ground level and just going down the road and not like it's taking off into space but yeah that's very I, strange i don't well he said he says that it takes off like upwards oh okay like, he says okay. That the thing like hovers off gotcha um but it just leaves him it leaves him behind in the dust so he thought at that point that only a couple hours had passed he didn't really know how long this had all taken place over. Uh, he realizes later on that it had been five days that he had been gone. Damn. Yeah. So he's missing for five days. Uh, all the time, the, the the friends that had left um, mm. had, you know, contacted authorities, stuff like that, families and whatnot, and they had all gone out and they had been scouring the area that he was initially picked up Yeah. to find nothing. Although I did, oh man, where did I read it? Some scientists went out went out to the area later on and this doesn't really pertain but they said that there was something weird about like the growth of the trees mm-hmm. where this craft had supposedly been okay that it had like a s- accelerated growth specifically around where that would have been hmm. and that from there outward it got more normalized yeah but that a certain circle of things in this opening mm-hmm. were they like were just ex- juiced like yeah. literally yeah yeah which i thought was kind of strange okay but I liked this one a lot because it was one of the only ones that I found with like straight up play. That's that's a good handful of uh, of witnesses. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's woken up. He's trying to get his bearings. Uh, he goes straight to the telephone at the gas station to try to call his his brother-in-law, Grant Neff. He gets picked up. He talks about a situation. Explains everything that happened. There are very few that believe him at first um so he ends up writing a book about it a couple years later called the walton experience Hmm. and which was actually adapted to a film in 1993 as well oh i'd watch that uh fire in the sky fire in the sky okay yeah i'm gonna check that out too um so some ufologists were on his side they said that they 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 believed him they said he would well of course the ufologist is going to believe him uh, there was another guy, though, who dabbled in UFO research, uh-huh. but it wasn't, like, his main profession, but he felt like he was a, um authority in the in the matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Class. Philip J. Class was his name. Okay. And he thought the whole thing was a hoax uh, and said it, made it, made it his mission to try to prove it. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess I should probably bite my tongue a little bit, just because you're a ufologist. I, don't, I mean, I guess we could kind of put ourselves in that boat too we still want stuff to be real but just as much as we want something to be real we want all the people that are hoaxing to be kind of cleared out and be like because a lot of times you have that you'll find a story Mm -hmm. there's so much compelling things about it so many unanswered questions and things that point toward this actually happening but you'll have one so like like um mothman sightings you'll have like 10 credible mothman sightings you'll have one where somebody just totally made up the whole thing yeah and then people be like, oh, well, see, like it was just made up. It's like, it only oh, takes no, the, one guy did it. Yeah. One guy made that up. Not it only everybody. takes the one outlier. Mm-hmm. The, the liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one liar. Just one. Just one. 
and uh you know it's it discredits everybody yep um so yeah philip is not having it Mm -hmm. he thinks that is that walton's motivation is just financial um and that he's just trying to kind of hop on the train um i don't know why anybody would lie about that either right and just disappear for five days well, yeah, it's just so. Put yourself through that. Who wants to be the 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 probe guy? Like, yeah, who wants to be the probe guy? The guy who lied about being probed, and then you're just known as that, and you're. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Is that something to brag about? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then we're we're not only just talking about him. You're talking about his six buddies that say mm-hmm. that they saw their friend get picked up, thrown ten feet, and they freaked out and left him to die. Yeah. And then reported all of this without him being around. So you would have had to get them on board as well. Yeah. And then if you falsify a police report, that's also a crime. And you're getting fined for. Mm-hmm. There's so, a lot to it. Yeah. Um, which is why he tries to start finding discrepancies across the stories. Right. Um, they, uh, not long after the whole thing happened, uh, and the whole thing was written about and described in full detail, uh, the National Enquirer, when it might have been a little bit more of a a higher hell, higher est- an establishment with higher esteem. I'm not really sure because mm-hmm. not a lot of people take a whole lot of stock in in that magazine. I've never bought one myself. <laughs> I, I came real <laughs> close tabloid, to be I honest. Say. I was in the store the other day and I saw it and I was like, "Should I?" And I looked at the cover and it was all just like relationship stuff for celebrities. And I was like, I know. "No, no." They got to get on that to sell yeah. now to sell stuff now. And it's like you know, Tom yeah. Cruise is having an alien baby and. <laughs> That I'd, if what? that if it had that I'd pick it up. <laughs> so funny, but I don't really care about the Queen's relationship and yeah. Uh, so they they award him and his friends with a UFO case of the year, no, oh. as well as five thousand dollars, which is considerable. Yeah, seventies. Uh, after all but one passed polygraph tests, which they ended up taking um, the night that they were able to get him into whatever not custody but they had him in to file the report right uh every got everybody got polygraphed the one who didn't pass uh was apparently inconclusive Mm -hmm. which i've never taken one before so i'm not really sure how that's looks i think it's based off your heart rate yeah i'm pretty sure i could be wrong if you know more about it please like write us in and explain it but because that's how they gauge it anyways right is that yeah to my knowledge it's I think Either like how slow or quick the needle moves. Your when blood pressure and things like that. Yeah. Because I guess the more nervous you're going to be, the more blood pressure you'll have. You display a lot of stressors, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a trick that, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I did hear a trick that you also, you, you so there's a lot of sensors and there's also one on the chair that you're sitting on. Hmm. And that, oh, what was it? There's something to do with puckering your butthole. <laughs> And that if you do that, essentially, you'll pass. But you just have to do it at the right time. Puckering your butthole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for a kiss? So, I what? don't... Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I know that there's been there's been a couple ways that people have... Um, well, and that's why these aren't admissible. Admi- admittable? Admissible? Admissible, I think. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I English, good. <laughs> the, like, you can't put it into court. Like, you can bring it to court, but it's not... It doesn't really get you very, very far. far. Yeah. Um, they thought that, uh, or at least Philip did, thought that um, Walton was cheating his by holding his breath. Oh. Because I guess that's another way to do it. Okay. Like, that seems like a really easy way to pass a test. There's got to be, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they've accounted for that. Well, and also, like, what if you're just nervous? Yeah. In general. I mean, if you're getting polygraphed, you're probably not the most, in the best situation the most ideal situation you've ever been in. Yeah, like, what if you just all. look like you're, like, lying through everything, and really, you're like, no, I'm just really scared, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done this before. You've got <laughs> things on my, like, the, I got the shoots on all your fingers and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they're, You look know. like you're at the old old man. Like you're about to get arm, tortured. Arm, uh, blood pressure thing. Yeah. You remember, did you just, like, do that incessantly when you're at the store with your parents? Did test Test yourself? Oh, yeah. Almost every time. God, you're just sitting there waiting for your parents' prescription to be filled. And you're like, how many times can I get this in before we go? Oh, I can't feel my arm anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to... God, I used to have good blood pressure. I have eerily low blood pressure now. Mm-hmm. People are like, that's... Well, you don't eat very much salt. 
I mean, you don't even use salted butter, which is a crime to me. I don't use salted butter. I do cook with a bit of salt, though. At least I... But you also don't add it once you get to the table. No, and like not at all. Everything has a little bit, usually. Yeah. yeah, I try to avoid it when I can. But um, Old man talking about their blood pressure. About, <laughs> I, was, I was like, where was I? We're Just 27 and 28, by the way. How old are we? Oh. oh. God, this is what happens when you're home too long. That, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, Philip also, Philip Glass also claims to have found a failed test uh, conducted earlier that concluded the case uh, involved gross deception, as he called it. Gross, okay. not pretty deception. You no. Know. Okay. And not inception. He okay. wouldn't. He wouldn't elaborate. Just said gross deception. I think that's just because he. So do we have to go miscongeniality on this deception? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, oh man, that's a that's a great reference. I love that movie. Um, so he he's not the only one that's skeptical. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a cognitive psychologist named Susan Clancy, uh, and she argued that alien abduction reports started f- just f- kind of flooding in after the initial wave of them. Okay. Um, when they started appearing on films and TV. And she said that Walton was likely influenced by the NBC television movie The UFO Incident, which you may know, uh, dramatized the alien abduction claims of Betty and Barney Hill and aired just two weeks before his own claimed abduction. Huh. I mean, I'm, I, I haven't seen this. I want. I would like to see it just to know because they're claiming that this is the inspiration. But we're to me, we're seeing things we haven't, I've not seen in any other UFO case. Mm-hmm. For one, we have these little weird jumpsuit guys. Yep. So really, we got we got two species of aliens going on right now. We and the, yeah, and you have other people there potentially. Yeah, yeah, we have these little weird guys. We have these the helmet man, mm-hmm. and then these other men and women that just don't have helmets on. Yeah, he said two men and one woman. So these could be just people. They could be. Have you ever heard of the Nordics? No, I don't, I don't so think in this context. There's different different aliens. So you got the gray, the grays, um, little green men. There's several different types of aliens. You got your predators. You got your predators. <laughs> clean them up. And then, uh, but one of them is the Nordics because they're usually very tall and they have blonde hair and they look like people of Nordic descent. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of UFO sightings and, and abductions where they see these people. So they're hmm. put on as their own kind of UFO category. Yeah. Or you like alien race category. So I'm like, we have potentially Nordics plus these little green men in jumpsuits. What's going on? And so like, that's not typical in, in a lot of stories. Plus the behavior of them is very unusual. Mm-hmm. There's not really any communication. None. And how do you, and how is he able to like walk around and discern like sex between these things? Like what, like he could tell that Hmm. two of these people in the room were men and one was a woman. Like how, if they didn't look close enough to something. If they were the people, the human looking ones. Yeah. Then I can understand. I'm just like, I'm like, but what's, what's going on with that? How, Uh where were you? Well, and the smiling thing, I was thinking about it when you were, I was like, why why are they just smiling? And then I started thinking about when we're among either a culture that we don't know mm-hmm. or animal species that we don't know. That's true. I didn't even think of that. We, we think of, we try, we, we think of the safe things to do and we just stick to that. Whatever you know how to do yeah. to maybe comfort somebody. Yeah. So like, they're like, these people like it when you smile, ah. just keep smiling and they'll feel good about it. Just keep I, smiling. <laughs> I did not even cross my mind. That's a very good, that's a very good point. Good stuff. So, hmm. but anyway, like, bring the circle back there's a lot going on here yeah that you don't see really in any other case that makes it i don't know less likely in my head to be hoaxed at least well at least for him to have just made it up this I'll, is I'll still, put it that way this is this is the still like the the standout uh-huh. alien abduction case that's the only one uh, as far as like from the couple of different places that i read that is like this mm-hmm in that way that it's it's got it's got so many different variables for different things going on from what usually occurs yeah uh, there's so many quote unquote. Qu- so many questions 
Yeah. Okay. Well, there's because <laughs> like also apparently he had they had they took him and went somewhere mm-hmm. a hangar full of these other ships. Yeah. It's like is that hang that hangar on Earth somewhere? Is this right? Are we talking an Earth base of the aliens, or are they just working with the government? Talking Area is 51. this the government just in some things, or are they just got that light speed travel so good that they can just blip out, do their thing, and blow back in in five days? Yeah. I there's a lot there, and then I why would you think. waste that much on this guy to not do anything with them? Yeah. Well, I'm sure while he was asleep, he was doing something. Because if it was five days at that point, by the time he, well, yeah, I don't know, because he got he got knocked out essentially twice. Because he woke up there, uh-huh. and then he woke up on the road. Yeah. So, who could say what time passed when? Yeah. Because he doesn't know. Well, and unlike this one, because there's a lot of cases where, where they're given some kind of job mm-hmm. or they're told something like, "We're going to come back." Something to do, some kind of goal. For some reason, they always tell them, like, hey, don't mess with nuclear weapons. Those are bad. Tell everybody you know nuclear weapons are bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some job they're given, some kind of, like, savior thing, or, like, hey, you're the person of the race that, like, we picked you for a reason. There's yeah. none of that. They just picked dude up, dropped him off. Leave him with nothing. Huh. Yeah. Because even with, um, you remember uh, Zanfri- Zan- Zanfreda? Zan- yeah. They, mm-hmm. He was supposed to have brought back some kind of orb to give give um oh, i can't remember that ufo researcher from the u.s but like he had that going on mm-hmm. um betty and barney hill during theirs they were shown the the map of zeta reticuli or whatever and told all of that but there's none of that with this it's so i loved that one so much too oh it's such a good episode his, i just his balls wasn't feeling right <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that so many times editing that <laughs> That's so great. I, yeah, I don't, like, those are the two to me that really stand out. This one and the, and mm-hmm. Betty and Barney Hills. The other ones have been, all right. Okay. I really like Zamfrida for some reason. I don't know. That's because the aliens were so weird. The whole thing was just weird. It's like the more, and it the happened more several abstract times. they make it, it's like the more, the harder it is to be like, yeah, you, yeah, you made that up. And you're like, where the f- did that come from right like this is almost too weird to make up seriously yeah yeah it's got to be that's got to be like although i will i mean i've met the people that they can make up a story like that but Uh, either you are channeling it the wrong way (laughs) or grab a pencil sit down or yeah (laughs) or something's going on with you um so that's the whole that's the whole abduction Okay. Whole incident. So he doesn't have any like premonitions. There's no follow up. No he doesn't go There's get no... hypnotized like a lot of people did. Nope. Okay. All right. But he's definitely an advocate for UFO research after oh. this. All right. Um, people claim that he was kind of into UFOs beforehand, having talked to, uh, having like interviewed all six of these people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's two of them, Walton and one other guy. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but they said that they had expressed interest in this kind of thing before this happened. Yeah. So they were like, eh, "Is he just kind of? Are they kind of like trying to?" I hate when people do that, though. I'm like, "And yeah, it's like when a you can mar- have an interest in it, and not when a marine biologist discovers a new species. We're not like, oh, but I don't know, but he was a marine biologist. Maybe yeah. he might have made it up. I'm gonna name this one, and it's <laughs> it's it's a it's a Jordan fish now. <laughs> and I, it has it has 22 tentacles, <laughs> pink and blue gills. And breathes out of its ass. <laughs> and it's totally real. <laughs> See, I, obviously I can't, no. I'm, I'm not one to make up UFO stories. <laughs> I have heard, I mean, I've heard weirder. Um, so, um, so he's appeared a couple times um, at different conventions, UFO conventions, uh-huh. and on TV uh, a number of times. Okay. Not just talking about it, but in different contexts. Uh, he also has a, uh, has had a conference in Arizona called the sky fire summit. So it's literally, he sponsors it and then he puts it on. It's like a UFO, uh, knowledge gathering kind of thing, uh-huh. which I always appreciate. And I'm like, if you're going to get into it and you want to yeah. go full bore and, you know, get everybody else on board, then like get, yeah. get like minds together. Right. That's cool. Just don't make a cult out of it. Flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> 
just slip that one right in. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that was a hard episode. Sorry, I'm sorry. So, uh, 30 years after the Walton Experience was released, the book that he had written, uh-huh. which was in 78, it was three years after it had occurred, um, he appears on the Fox game show The Moment of Truth. And he was asked if, in fact, he was abducted by a UFO on November 5th of 1975, to which he replied, yes. And uh, apparently there's like some sort of polygraph thing that they're making you take while you're on that show, too. It's the butthole pucker, man. It's the butthole pucker. That one's got to be the butthole pucker. I mean, because, again, they're not going to have you like at the the stand, like trying to, I don't know if you're like pressing buttons or what. I don't know. Because it's not a game show. It's a, they call, it is a game show. They call it a game show. So like, what are you, you're just telling your story? I don't know. I've never seen Moment of Truth. Me neither. But the polygraph determines that he's lying. Okay. Um, the game show is also kind of known for some supposedly dubious... Uh, fudging the answers a little bit? Fudging it a little bit sometimes just right. to kind of call them out, to call people out uh-huh. on their stuff. Um, and they have, they've been kind of like noted as not legitimate. Okay. The show was afterwards. I don't know if that was looking back on it. That's I'm not sure when that source made that statement, but mm-hmm. they said it's been it's been called out as kind of having no legitimacy. Gotcha. So I could go either way. Um, they said that it was kind of like the goal to get these major life secrets exposed. It was their way of doing it. But after that, I mean, he's I mean, he's just continued to tell the story. Uh, he's still alive. Um, he's been telling the story for 44 years. It's been 44 years since it happened this year uh, without discrepancies or incongruities or uh, and, and nothing has changed in yeah. his memory or claims. That, as well as the other six people, they all, people have literally tried to pay them out to get them to fudge. Yeah. And they're, they're all maintaining their story. They've, they've offered, they've been given, they've refused $10,000 bribes to contradict the official narrative. I mean, come on, you got to come out with at least six figures. Something. Come on. Right, ten thousand dollars to to say you know <laughs> like something it's you said just 40 enough years ago to like eh, but like that'll go quick enough. Uh, You're nah. only doubling what I got initially for saying the story, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's thirty years later. What do you want? Me- Inflation's a bitch, all right. <laughs> Seriously, um, the movie the movie that they made the Fire in the Sky, and that was ninety three. Um, it got dinged a little bit for uh by both just the regular public and the people who experienced it because they changed some of the narrative well, to make it you know did. a little more theatrical of course they did it's a movie yeah you know you gotta get people you gotta fill you gotta fill the the seats with the butt there's puckers not, and you gotta, <laughs> there's not enough drama bring out the probe yeah <laughs> seriously um no we need to make that that it wasn't a scalpel let's make it a little bit more like a jagged Sawy sawy type thing. It's a sawy sawy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sawy berries. Uh, 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 that needle needs to be a couple inches longer. Is that hypodermic? <laughs> so yeah, the movie uh, varied slightly from Walton's story, uh, but it did get critical acclaim and has remained a cult classic among sci-fi fans. Yeah. Following the movie's success, Walton appeared on major cable network news programs. He was on uh, Larry David Live okay. even, or Larry King Live. I'm sorry. Uh, he was on there Larry with... Larry David Live would be a whole other type of show. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I. Which... Why can't I... I know who Larry King is. Why can't I think of who Larry David is? He That's the... Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. Arrested Development as well? Or no. Did he? Excuse... Uh, he did another one. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, That one. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's doing all the Bernie Sanders ones right now. Of course, because he can pull him off so well. So well. <laughs> so... He was on Larry King Live mm-hmm. uh, with Mike Rogers, one of the friends, the, the actually the dude that was into the alien stuff beforehand, supposedly. Okay. Uh, those two were on there with Philip Class mm-hmm. and Larry King, and they got very debatey. Gotcha. Got, I mean, of got, course. They got a little inflamed. Um, <laughs> Buttholes were puckered. They were all puckered. <laughs> so Class goes on to attack the validity of the men's story. Uh, whereupon Rogers accuses class of being a government disinformant and disinformation agent. And that doesn't help your cause, I don't feel like. Don't start calling other people out as like 
government things because then it makes you sound paranoid i feel like well, it's one of those cards that no one can ever not prove it yeah well you can say it and it's out there yeah you can speak it into fruition and there's no way i can prove that i'm not one yeah you know? what do you want me to do <laughs> newsflash i am one guys but no <laughs> we both are it's they, they got us they they got us um so that ended that ended violently <laughs> not violently it should have ended violently it should have it almost it, almost <laughs> it would have made for great tv yeah, he ended up he ended up just calling him a, a god liar on <laughs> oh oh on TV. that's a quote okay yeah straight up uh, but class doesn't seem like he was necessarily the nicest guy either mm-hmm. <clears throat> they well, was literally they literally I'm sorry they were talking about how um, he, in his will mm-hmm. he 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 went on a on a rant in his will saying that right now what we know about aliens is all we're ever going to know about aliens. What we know about the government knowing about aliens is all we're ever going to know about the government knowing about aliens. None of our knowledge as far as this topic goes is ever going to progress because now I'm huh. dead. Oh, because he's dead. Is, he didn't say that, but like, <laughs> why would you? He was the Holy Grail. Yeah. Which everyone, which people keep saying we're getting closer and closer to, uh, what do they call it? <sighs> Disclosure. I can't remember the exact term, but where the government is going to finally cough it up like to some degree of like, Oh yeah, well we'll, we'll admit it. There's been aliens to what degree it's speculated, whether it's just going to be like a, yeah, we know, but we've never been in contact or, or it'll be full blown. Yeah. They're chilling with this. I'm like, what would have to happen for that to happen? Honestly, I don't know. Like, cause you can't, I feel like it would have to be world ending maybe. And then, you know, maybe the last guy on earth is like, yeah, there was, there was aliens here like the whole time. Well, cause You'd have to have a very large group of people see something very plain and broad daylight that you could not refute. But then at the same time, we've had things like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's the Arizona lights. Yeah. That, I mean, or Phoenix lights, the whole city saw. I've seen some really weird, yeah, some very strange videos of stuff that just does not make sense what goes on in our airspace. There's military men that have given, they've, we've actually watched declassified videos and they're like, yeah, this is nothing we had or anybody that we were watching had. I mean, and also you can't trust any kind of video or film anymore. Yeah. You can fudge whatever you want to fudge. So it's, it would have to be. We like fudge here at the campfire, by the way. We, we, we peanut butter if i can get it you know um pucker my butthole right now <laughs> with peanut butter uh, got milk oh god anyway oh jesus <laughs> but I, I don't know what it would take it, it would have to be something big though yeah. yeah i i can't even imagine i mean i feel like there's got to be some sort of I don't know. I guess maybe it's just wishful. It's wishful thinking for sure. But yeah. I feel like there's got to be something, something else. And then one thing I'm curious about. Um, do you remember the name of the two towns where he started and where he ended up? Uh, Snowflake. Okay. To Heber. Or Heber. Because I'm curious at how far apart those are. So I'm going to look that up. Yeah, I didn't look that up either. That's a good question. Okay. So it's actually not terribly far. Um, we're talking about... 33 miles so 35 minutes driving 33 miles i mean that's a hell of a hike yeah i mean that's that's a considerable different you know distance because one one side of me wants to be like okay what if he just like after he got knocked out he i don't know was in kind of a blackout and just blacked out Mm -hmm. hiked his way to that gas station yeah but 33 miles through Arizona wilderness is tough. Over five days. Over five days. Over five days. With, and to have like... With people like scouring the area, because that's one of the other big differences uh-huh. is that sometimes uh, a, lot of, a lot of the UFO cases, nothing gets seen or, or, or people don't get back to the area quick or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, any number of things but i mean this is one of the only times that people were like immediately went to the authorities got people over there and checked the whole thing out over a couple of days and didn't find anything of you know of note but 
Just some steroided trees. Yeah. And then here this guy comes. And that wasn't well, that wasn't until like, quite a bit later um, that they went back and checked, but as far as the trees go. But that was just like the one abnormality there. Um, what was it? What was that case? Wasn't there a case that you did where like there was like a clearing in a some sort of wooded thing because of this? Oh, like nothing would grow there. Yeah. Um, or was that just like one of the double circles or whatever? No. There's a couple areas around the world that have had that, and that's exactly what people have said is uh, whatever radiation came off of this yeah. is not letting that happen. There's a few things. There's there's supernatural things. There's like hell holes that I've heard about mm-hmm. that nothing will grow around it. You would think that, that, I mean, that's kind of a contradiction, though. I mean, if something is getting like super grown around it, well, I mean, it, maybe beneath it, I understand, if you're putting off a lot of whatever on the ground right there, but everything around it is growing quicker. That's... Yeah. What do you? What is that pumping out into the air? I don't know. Or leaving in the ground beneath it. Or maybe it was the blue light that picked them up to begin with. Yeah, whatever just it hit that those is. trees as it went. And yeah, I don't. Who could say? Yeah. I know this is like one that I really wish that there was just more on that he that he just uh, even if we had to fudge it a little bit if he just kept going with it. <laughs> I'm like I'm listening. Um, I still, I'm still trying to walk my way through his, like what he said happened. Cause there's just a lot there. There's a lot. So he wakes up and what he says is like a hospital. Mm-hmm. These little dudes show up and they didn't do anything. They just showed up. No, they were there when he woke up. Right. Right. And they're all just staring at him. But they were, they were just there looking they're, they're until looking. helmet man walks in. Yeah. Well, like he, he get, he, they, he says that he gets off the bed and start and like tries to just look intimidating yeah tries to like kind of fight them off but this the this guy comes in pretty quick yeah and he says that he has a, a strange description for him too he says this guy has golden eyes mm. and then he has that glass helmet which is kind of obscuring a little bit right. the rest of it because the like first thing i was thinking eyes. with the golden helmet i'm like what if this isn't even a dude what if it's like the helmet's like doing some like uh mysterio projection stuff yeah but then the other people didn't have helmets on so yeah he was the only one but just, these two little guys, for some reason, they just make me laugh. I think it's like like they weren't even supposed to be there. They were like the janitors, first day on the job. Yeah, they're just coming through the room, and they're just like, Hey, Tommy, let's go. Do you hear that, that, that weird alien is in that room? Let's go look at him. It's like the it's like the there's there's a there's sects in, in alien class, <laughs> and it's like there's the higher ups, and then there's the there's the that's why they have the jumpsuits. They they gotta earn their way to the helmet. Yep. You know you gotta you gotta work on that helmet. You gotta get taller. <laughs> he said it. Yeah, because he said that this guy was. I mean, not short by any means. He's, yeah. He they they looked more human like, anyways. But yeah, then that. Uh, I mean, nobody responding to but him. Then why? Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of why they even bothered bringing him to the group of other ones just to gas him. Why didn't they just gas him in the room? Right. They wanted to make him. Well, I mean, I'm sure. I don't. I certainly wouldn't be any more secure walking further into wherever you're trying to take me in this situation. You'd have to gas me as soon as you got me up. I'd probably roll with it because where you're at, you probably don't have a lot going on. It's like, okay, I can maybe break free while I'm walking to the next place. Maybe, but uh, I don't know. It's hard. Again, it's hard to, it's hard to picture. Yeah. Fun to picture, but why wouldn't anybody say anything? Maybe they just didn't know how. Maybe he just doesn't remember. That too. His memory could be foggy. In that regard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Class is dead. <laughs> Phil Class is dead. Um, and can't hurt Walton anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Protect him. <laughs> but uh, UFO, UFO researchers um, Jenny Randalls mm-hmm. and Peter uh, Howe. H-O-G-H-E. Huh. Hugh Howe uh, wrote that neither before or since has an abduction story begun in the manner related by Walton and his coworkers. Nothing, none of the occurrences that they have explained have happened in really any other, any other case, abduction yeah. case. Yeah, because yeah, him getting thrown, mm-hmm. usually you hear something like uh, uh, the ship showed up. Um, I couldn't explain it, but I started walking toward it. Yeah. Or they just black out. Um, 
or they feel frozen and mm-hmm. like they want to move but they can't yeah i'm surprised that they didn't relate anything about i mean there was no nothing about the car having any problems electronically or anything like oh, that which i've heard of near the near like the i mean barney had his his car quit on him right uh, when he was getting chased by that no thing? no they were they were hauling ass trying to get away from it and then, oh no he 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 quit mentally for a second didn't he kind of have like a like a slip while he was driving well for they, the time well they that was when the abduction happened yeah so like they had stopped he saw the ship he yes. was going to start shooting it and the next thing they know they wake up and they drive home he's back in the car yeah yeah man yeah those are these are the two the two standouts to me the Zen Frida one, Fred, Freda, Frida. That one's just fun for me. I like fun. it. Yeah. But. but, yeah. So this one stands stands alone, kind of. Uh, the most recent um, thing done on it was in 2015, actually, uh, and that was Travis, the true story of Travis Walton, the director's cut, an 80 minute documentary. Okay. Which I would very much be interested in seeing. Um, I think it was made in like 2012 and then shown in 2015. But yeah, he still does the conventions and stuff like that. And we'll still Maybe tell you a story, I suppose, if you ask. That would be cool. Travis, if you want to. I mean, if you have any anything more from their experience, I'd love to hear it. But so yours is already one that's more credible in my eyes. I mean, you and your six friends. Um, but, but that's the thing, too, is those yeah. six friends to corroborate it. Yeah. They said he, he was like, he, he was saying that when, when they were trying to get him on the whole polygraph thing, that he's like six people all lying about the same situation on the same night or, or telling the truth for that matter and you everybody failing or everybody passing that and then there being one standalone fail inconclusive uh-huh. i mean it's it's what did he say it's it's the odds of one person being an outlier yeah or the odds of everybody telling the truth and then that how did he phrase it it's in here somewhere he kind of leaned on on the polygraph Walton leaned on the polygraph test says like this is like what do you what more do you want from me like this is I've, I've jumped through your hoops yeah like yeah like I've told you the truth and it's said that I'm telling the truth so what do you want uh-huh. um so but he said that the odds of five men fooling a polygraph test on the same subject five men fooling a polygraph test on the same subject are a million and one like all all five of them yeah trick in one question it doesn't happen well, and then, like, I think the thing, other than being able to fake it and and all of that with the polygraphs, I think the other part of it, too, that why it's argued against is if you believe what you are saying, even if it is made up or a lie, mm-hmm. you'll still show a pass because you believe it, and that doesn't make necessarily true that it happened, just it makes it true that you believe it. Yeah. But, again, six people, seven people counting him, I just I don't know. I, I and I I would I would feel like that I'm in the 70s the technology for polygraphs specifically was probably way different. I mean still you know the the same outcome, but how we how we do it I'm sure has changed, and with that has come different ways to try to beat the test. I'm mm. but in the 70s I'm, I don't know how long that thing had been around already. But I'm assuming not a whole lot of people were like a little while trying to. I know they had the the truth serum. Yeah, that was didn't really work. And then there, you know, it's a continual process of trying to work on something for it. Mm-hmm. But then the polygraph is still used. It's just not court admissible. Yeah, because like if you're going to be in the police force or anything like that, you still do a polygraph test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. Like if you that you can well first of all answer the same question a bunch of times to kind of get yourself ready for it and then ask a bunch of pointed questions around it Uh to try to get your mind in whatever sort of frame it needs to be to think 
maybe more specifically like trick yourself essentially uh-huh. trick your body maybe yeah. to to work with you on that way but other than that i'm like wow it's your heartbeat man you can chill you're not chill <laughs> no chill no chill <laughs> huh well okay well how how do you feel about do you do you believe this happened uh out of all of them this is my most this is i would this that's the one i put the most stock in i would say really yeah between this one and barney and you believe so you believe the little funky looking dudes with the quarter copper eyes sure yeah sure i mean if you and well i mean they didn't see it but they saw the ship apparently uh-huh. so and they saw and it kick ship, his ass man, like it was tiny it was like because eight feet it's just tall enough for you to stand in but then that's only assuming like you got like six inches of mechanics on either side of you yeah and maybe the grays of the guys who just maybe that i mean because that's why it's so small maybe they oh, just send the grays out to pick the people that's up what it is or something and we got the pilots and yeah. that's why they're in the jumpsuits that's really their flight suits like you i'm know, following you know we can unravel you, this you see what i've done to jordan <laughs> i was the one spitting this stuff out uh, and now he's doing it that's right um but yeah that's just their pickup vehicle because, like I said, that's not <laughs> yeah. very long. I mean, eight foot high is not really tall enough to stand in when you consider what kind of, in, like, insulation, metal, mm-hmm. all that stuff has to go around it. Yeah, that thing is, is And you 20 know, feet long. Leaving like, the atmosphere. It's a, essentially a bass boat. Yeah. So that's not very long. And they, and it said, I mean, they, they didn't have, like, a picture of it or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming they said it was a saucer-like, mm-hmm. and they said it was domed. So I'm assuming it's pretty much, like, you know, you could picture that. You're, yeah. you're atypical kind of mm-hmm. big <laughs> circle and then one big dome. You know, just your usual big your huge circle. flat <laughs> circle with one big dome and all your little grays chilling and jumping, jumping, partying in there, <laughs> picking people up, probing them. Pizza party, pizza we in p- Earth. Pizza party and probe. Uh, oh, my God. Pizza and probe. You, you, you down for pizza and probe? You know, pizza and probe is Thursday. <laughs> the uh, two for one. You bring in Betty? Uh, oh man! You bring Betty, you get Barney for free. I really, I don't, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, it's tough. Uh, there's a lot of uniqueness with it, which I can go either way with. Mm-hmm. Like it's so unique, you couldn't have made it up. But then again, if we do think that the, that abductions are something that's happened several times, you would expect some kind of continuity in there. Yeah. And we're still just waiting on more people to come forth. That's, you know. That's, that's the biggest thing, yeah. I would say. If you believe you've been abducted, we will not make fun of you or laugh in the slightest. No, please tell us. Please contact us. We will take all of your mail. Just send it. Just, just truckloads of mail. It. I want to hear it. Um, I want to talk about it. I don't know. I want to prove it. I want to prove it. I say I'm 70-30 on it. 70-30? That's a good ads. That's a good odds. Yeah, that's put. I mean, I want to say sixty forty, but <laughs> because the, because of his friends being there, I think I gotta go seventy thirty. With the with the six other guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. But I I almost want to lean more toward super elaborate government. Something happened. Like that. That's what that was. Yeah. Or even some sort of. I mean commingling like if that was you know right some kind of partnership yeah it's it area 51 or area 52 I, I 50, sound like it's 51 that's blasphemy i know but <laughs> i said 51 earlier and i was like i don't sound very sure of myself but that's the only thing that sounds right to me as far as i mean airplane hangar with other uh-huh. ufos and stuff uh-huh. like that but people and aliens and people not willing to talk to you about what the hell is going on there uh-huh. maybe i don't know and it's a short distance away. Who is this guy with the golden eyes, though? That's what I want to know. And why does he have to wear a helmet here when the greys weren't wearing helmets? It's a fashion statement. <laughs> <laughs> He's Fonzie, but alien. I don't know. <laughs> I can't know what to tell you. <laughs> I got gold eyes instead of hair. Uh, it's it's trippy. But, uh, but I liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed this one. No, I like that one a lot. My favorite abduction. And yeah, the amount of press that he got from that is crazy too. Yeah, and he's—I mean—and again, he's not 
Uh, well, I mean, he's now he's if he was born in fifty three, oh three, he'd be fifty. So yeah. he's almost seventy. He's almost seventy. But yeah, I mean, he's still doing it. Still doing the conventions and stuff. I think we just got to go to a convention and find him. And I have to say, like, I don't want to say that the way he looks <laughs> plays into how well I believe him. Well, but if you listen to the story, so, like, he gets off the table to whoop these little aliens' asses. Like, the guy looks... He, looks sounds, he sounds like a mountain man. Like, he sounds like a forester that, like, don't start no sh- won't be no shit. <laughs> I mean, if I said that guy... I mean, if that guy came up and told me right now that I'm about to be abducted, I'd be like... <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, Run. no. <laughs> By you, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's gonna abduct me. Where's the van? Because I, I, I mean, I can see that too. But. <laughs> uh, mustache. I don't know. That my <laughs> that mustache. My comb over. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's Travis Walton and his UFO experience. All right. Which doesn't sound too unpleasant. He's. It sounds like he got off kind of easy. It sounds kind of like a band, Travis Walton and. <laughs> UFO experience. There is a band. They made a band. <laughs> I think it's called the Travis Walton Experience. Oh, God. And it's dedicated to that. Yeah. No, that's a thing. Mouse, rat, and all. Mouse, rat, and all. Dude. <laughs> so, 70-30. 70-30 for me. I'd go 80-20 on this. Okay. Maybe well, even 90-10. Like how you were just go there. Hey, go. You're there. You're there. I'm, I'm there. For this one, all on black. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, that's fun. I think it's a nice break. We. I've been wanting to. I'm glad you did this. Jordan was going to do something a little more different, and I wanted to kind of scale back from our intense topics that we've been doing to, mm-hmm. to our, you know, our UFOs, our monsters, our fun little things that we like to do. Yeah, we got into this for. <laughs> you know, which I'm not, not saying we don't like what we've done. I mean, the, the disease one was really fun. The Flat Earth was definitely really fun. Oh, yeah. But we just love a good alien story every now and then. Well, and that's what's cool about being able to do this is like starting off with something like that and mm-hmm. seeing the little bit of growth and seeing the reactions and seeing and hearing the reactions we've been getting. Um, I've, which have all been positive, thankfully. Thank you, guys. Um, it's it allows us to do more stories. We, we've I mean we tried to keep it broad, anyways, yeah. when we started this, but with response and growth, we've been able to keep the motivation there to look at other, oh, look at other things. Well, and again, it you know it it's brought on some topics I would have even thought to have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, Eric calling in letting us know about pyramid lake i would have never known about pyramid lake otherwise yeah. um our buddy andy hopping on talking about um, yeah. morphic resonance and things yep. like that yeah i mean there's there's so many weird topics that's that's why the show is just going to keep going and going because you can never run out of something scratching the surface yeah but i'm glad it's funny though because you were about you're going to do a different topic i won't say it so i don't spoil it for when you eventually do it but I wanted to scale back to this and, and I didn't even have to ask you, you had flipped it on me yeah. and didn't even know. And I got a couple of good things cooking too, that I think is going to go, go pretty well. Right on, right on. So well, we'll keep it coming. Keep yeah. the content coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, things are live lightening up a little bit as far as the stay at home and stuff. It feels well, it's, it's weird because some things are loosening up and then other things are tightening up. True. I think they're just figuring out what's safer than other things. It's going to be a very weird roller coaster balanced yeah. act but kind of a thing for a while, I feel like. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And we'll be here with you while you try to figure it out. That's right. So nobody can tell you not to wear your headphones. We're in the thick of it with you. So, all right. This was a good one. What Do you, do you have anything you've got planned coming up? Um, well, I mean, I still have that one kind of pushed aside, the one I was going to do tonight. Yeah. Um, I won't say it because I'm, I'm not necessarily <laughs> dedicated to it because I've visited the topic a couple of times and I just, I can't find enough. I've heard a lot of lore about it, but uh-huh. not enough actual happenings or nothing real and concrete enough to be able to kind of yeah have us debate it the way that we would yeah you so, enjoy that tease yeah huh? did yeah. you <laughs> well so we'll we'll see we'll yeah. get there i'm glad you got some stuff on lock <laughs> yeah no my i got 
I didn't mean to have two, but I've got two coming up. I've got a, I found a lizard man. Ooh. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a lizard man next time. Okay. And I'm looking forward to that one because I like all the, the monstery 50s movie type things. Definitely. So we got, we got a lizard man. I won't say where or anything else. So that way you can't track it down yourself yet. But yeah, that's what we're doing next. Cool. Right on, right on. Yeah. We got to do, we got to get it um, back into the, um, the state by state, the, uh, Oh, urban legends. Yeah. 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 We keep churning those out. Don't worry. We just did Michigan not too long ago. Yeah. Not too long ago. So cool. Get back into it though. I think that about, about does, does it, it. before does it really we close fun. shout out to our sponsor, Moses, Moses family jerky. Love it. Uh, pick jerky and coffee. Jerky and coffee, that's right. Both, both. both good. We've tried them both, and we're both the fans of them. You know, we didn't want to endorse it until we tried it, and it's good stuff. And it's perfect for the campfire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jordan, if they uh, if they have been abducted by aliens, where can please they? post on Instagram uh, or, or hit me up on Instagram. You can you can reach me at Creepy Campfire Podcast on there. Um, let me know coordinates wise where we can look at you <laughs> for you in latitude, the sky. Latitude, longitude. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> if they'll let you um, pull out your sextant. And give yeah. us the the numbers, <laughs> <laughs> or if you happen to have cell phone reception, just email us at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail dot com. Um, we're always checking that, and uh, we love to hear from you guys. Yeah, any stories, any suggestions, lay it on us. Yeah, we're always we're always open to it. Absolutely, I, we we don't get enough stories. Like we even if you don't, well, and we want to read them. Like. Mm-hmm. We'll still, you know, even if you just want to share it just for us, that's cool too. Like we appreciate you, but you know, we want to get listener stories out there. If you've seen, experienced anything weird, we want to be able to tell people about it. We can keep you anonymous, but we just want weird stories. So, yeah. We got a pretty good influx of messages. I feel like when we first started this up and then it's just been falling off a little bit. We've had one here or there, mm-hmm. but we need to, we need to get some Everybody's more. shut inside. Guess. You're not even going outside to get abducted right now. So. Come and come, just hit us up. <laughs> okay. That's right. Let us know. All right, then. Um, but until next time, guys. Stay, stay toasty. toasty. everybody welcome to another episode of wheel of experiments i'm your host and right with me i've got my lovely co-host squatch you know the rules everybody we've got experiments laid out on the wheel our contestants spin that wheel and they try to decipher the word behind me they have only two letters to build from and if they can they can decipher that then they don't get the experiment but if they fail it's a probe for them oh, no. and today we have our contestant jordan so excited to be here <laughs> someone's eager with you and squatch in that sexy red dress you turn those letters they squatch is uh not not feeling your approaches there. Can we just keep this civil for the game show? Talking to you. I think we need to take a few probes off of that board, throw in a few injections. No. <laughs> no. All right. Go ahead and give us a spin, Jordan. We got an easy one here for you, Jordan. It's just three simple letters. Let's see if we can't figure this one out today. Okay. I'm going to give it a spin. All right. Give it a spin. I'm going to buy a continent. All right. Which galaxy? The Milky Way. Okay. All right. All right. Andromeda? Is it the Milky Way galaxy? Andromeda is the... What's Andromeda? Milky Way galaxy. Um, I'll take a K. Wait. Oh, sorry. Don't tell me that, Squatch. That Squatch says you got that one wrong. No, that's, don't tell me that. That's one X on the board. You get two more Xs, and uh, we've got to start probing. Oh, Okay. 
Uh, sorry, Jordan, you got plenty of time. Just, just sorry, crowd, crowd, just get there. You go, give him a little crowd assistance. Go ahead and spin that wheel, Pump Jordan. Spin that wheel. Spin. No whammies. No whammies. I'll take a. I'll take. I'm gonna buy a vowel. Okay. All right. All right. Is there an O? There is an O. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. So, Squatch, go ahead and head on over to the board and flip that for him. And now let's let's see if we can keep this good times rolling. Jordan. Oh, it's on the end? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that doesn't help at all. Uh, another consonant. Uh, is there an L? That's a no-go. Squatch is giving you the no-go. That's two X's on the board, Jordan. One more, and you're getting a probing. One more chance. One more chance. I'm going to spin. I'd like to buy one more vowel, please. All right, Jordan, you got this. Is there an eight? That's three strikes. But it's okay. We've got plenty of other contestants. Jordan, hop up on the table, and let's bring out the probes. Oh, God. But uh, wait till after this short commercial break, and we'll be right back. 